Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Chris, let's tell everyone about our brand new sponsor. Yes, new sponsor alert. Egg Fried, brand new clothing brand from our very own home county of Essex. If you're into street art, comic books, kind of alternative lifestyle, kind of gigs, watching cool films, crazy art, throwing a kind of little bit of Asian culture and a kind of slightly warped sense of humour, and then you kind of get where they're going with egg fried, right? What do they make? They make punchy graphic tees, hoodies, sweatshirts, wicked art prints, as well as a denim range that's handmade in-house, which I think is really cool because it supports that slow fashion movement. It's domestically made stuff and it lasts a long time and that's really where we're going now. We shouldn't be buying a load of throwaway stuff. Absolutely. And they're supporting your wallets as well. And let me tell you how they're doing that. If you go over to eggfried.com, Go and buy some of their amazing garments, throw them in your uh, basket. Before you check out, they have given you lovely listeners an exclusive 10% discount code. And that discount code is EGGSALAD, E-W-G-S-A-L-A-D. Put that in, save yourself 10%. And, and if you're not even up for spending money on yourselves, who else can they spend their money on, Chris? They have a kids range called Small Fried. Very cute, very cool, and that's also available at eggfried.com official sponsors of Hardcore Listing Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing I'm one half of your presenting duo I'm Stuart Finn sitting opposite me today via the means of Zoom is the handsome Chris Glasson Uh, okay Uh, how you been alright yeah good thank you mate yeah wondering what this weird well, is appearing under my eye. I look like Woogie out of it. was tall Woogie. I was like, I've got, a, like, I didn't want to bring it up. So we started chatting, you've been all serious. And I thought the overwhelming desire in me to just go, What the fuck's that on your face was killing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Woogie out of something about Mary this morning, mate. Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? You good? Yeah, all right, mate. Yeah, I had a nice little run this morning, which felt nice. And uh, yeah, and now uh, just come home and sitting, sitting here, he's pissing down my rain out there. It looks pretty bleak, but uh. But we've got a ray of sunshine uh, as, uh, as, as walks into this podcast. Uh, that is a tenuous link, that is. That's all right, isn't it? Uh, Sunny Green, how you doing? Woo! Yeah, I'm all good, man. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's been a good morning. Yourselves? Uh, 
Well, oh, I've just great. let you both say you're all right, so you don't need to repeat I'm great. Yourself. I'm great. Thanks for coming on, mate. Um, no, no worries. I, I had a few people pester me to have you come on. Um, okay. a, a, good, a good friend of mine, Aaron, who um, is Aaron Trimpton, who's yep. a director and whatnot. I think you might have been involved in some bits and pieces he's been doing recently. He was like, oh, you should get Sonny on. You know, he's a, he's a, a, a busy uh, lad in Southend. And you are, mm. mate. You you know, you run you run spoken word nights in Dawson, don't you? What's that? Trouble Tongues. Trouble Tongues, yeah, mate. Rapper, actor, activist. Yeah, so you, you, you get about in Southend, man. And we hung out a little bit the other, other week ago as well, didn't we? With, uh, you was giving me help move my yard as well. Yeah, that's so, it. Yeah. yeah, man. Don't forget the <laughs> Southend van, man. We're the, we're the highest ranked in Google at the moment. We're taking over the van man world. That's so, brilliant. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Many strings to the bow. Wonderful. Um, we should also do a quick uh, thank you to our sponsors. Um, just found out we've got Egg Fried back on um, for this month. So big thanks to Egg Fried. Um, amazing uh, teas, sweats, hoodies. Um, if you like your kind of skate type uh, clover, then go and check them out. And they will say you will save yourself some money with the discount code Egg Salad. What other sponsors we got? Glasson. We've got the wonderful Love Beer, love-beer.co.uk. Charles, from that, back to delivering uh, tasty lager and the like uh, to your doorstep. So go and check those guys out. Um, yeah, you can see, you will link them into most of our posts. And he's also building something out of a Land Rover at the moment called the Land Rover. I don't know what he's doing with it, but it sounds boozy and illegal. Uh, and our other uh, host, mate, who is that? Who's our other sponsor? Um... Luke Van Boom, I know you forgot then, from Bang Boom Creative. Um, <laughs> so Luke's the guy that does, uh, if you ever see any pictures of us looking slightly less dishevelled, then uh, that seems his magic with a camera. Um, all of the kind of little quirky videos and that you see, that's all Luke. And uh, and yeah, and he's, uh, he's a good lad. Um, and yeah, long-term sponsor now. Yes. And lastly, just thanks to 76 for producing this podcast. Thank Don't you. thank him. Oh, Don't thank him. Oh, um, um, I'll yeah, just fully retract that. Yeah, yeah. No thanks to you, mate. Um, Sonny, thanks for coming on. As you said, you have picked a top five today. Um, would you like to tell us what it is? Uh, words. Words. Nice. Words. Top five words. I can't really think of much, man. And I haven't prepared any words either. But, I mean, we can just get, we can just crack on, can't we, and go along with it, I suppose. That, that is basically the runnings of this podcast, mate. So, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I was thinking of something this morning and chuckling in bed next to me missus. And she's like, what are you laughing about? I was like, don't worry. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure I'll throw a few out there as well. Yeah, I mean, like being a rapper, I guess that words and being a poet, you know, what, a few? Yeah, I know a few, man. I know a couple. Well, he was asking okay. for like, an actual number. How many I words do you actually know? Yeah, probably like I don't know, maybe like ten. I am from South End, after all, oh, so right. like you know. But, but they all rhyme. They all rhyme, you know. <laughs> so we've got like duck, chuck, <laughs> cluck, fuck, suck, <laughs> buck, muck, tuck, ruck, shuck, spuck, and then you just start making them up from there, really. That's that's a record. You got a record yeah, there, mate. Uh, Sonny's yeah. new single is currently available on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Christmas Duck number fuck. one. Duck Christmas fuck number fuck. one. Yeah. <laughs> it's called it's called Shucksbuck. Yeah. Yeah, new yeah, words. You have just released a, another single though, haven't you? Grenade. Is yeah. That yeah. Yeah, Grenade. 
it's doing it's doing numbers. Very so, catchy. <laughs> yeah, no, I could have. Um, to be honest, you know what it's like with in this time, man. A lot of stuff just can just go through the cracks. But grenades doing all right, man. We had a bit of radio playing stuff, and uh, yeah, the video is cool. Mark, Mark, I always call him Mark Bernard, but I think his name's Mark. I think it is Mark Bernard. Celtic Pirate Productions done the video. Um, it was it's all tricky. done. It looks really yeah. good. Yeah, we we shot it on a treadmill with like a green screen behind us, and then it's all like, yeah, no, yeah. Then the rest is the rest just happens. So yeah, grenade, <laughs> grenade out now. Go go have a listen. So, Sonny, how have you found like the last sort of seven eight months as a, you know, as an artist? You know, have you kind of had to go back and rethink how you approach things, and especially yeah, like, like putting out records like you know the the, the 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 standard kind of way of marketing it, like you know, going out, going on radio shows and you know doing live events and things like that that's all kind of not available now so like how have you how have you found it and what have you done yeah well let's 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 be honest it's shit to be honest right you know it's for an artist at the moment it's really i won't lie it's just it's pretty bleak man you know but at the same time there's been highlights we did adapt and overcome in terms of like the live streaming thing we we trouble tongues was being ran every night um on Instagram, we done like sixty episodes every single night, and we connected with like the New York spoken word scene, and it kind of connected all the poets in the UK and all the poets in America um, together, really, and that kind of blew up, which was beautiful and amazing. Um, that was like the first lockdown, but for me, after a while, it just got a bit. Even even now, you know, it just gets a bit much just being behind the screen and performing to to the phone. It's just yeah. weird, yeah. So that 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 was that, and luckily enough, I got to do one show in um, in Munich with Asian Dub Foundation. Uh, we done a sit down gig, um, which was I think that was a month ago. Um, yeah, early October. I think we done that, and that was at a venue called the Backstage in Munich, which was is a credit it's in, an incredible venue. But you could usually fit uh, fifteen hundred people in there standing up but we could only have 150 people in there sitting down. And every time someone started, like, if if you stood up, like, a guy, like, security, big security guy of a bald head would come <laughs> over to you and tell you to, like, sit down or whatever. Stop enjoying and, yourself! Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just ridiculous, man. Um, so, but we, we the gig was all right, it went well, and, yeah. but it was just, you know, it's just not the same. And then, then we kind of started doing a poetry thing as well. We've done a few events at the Jago we done two events in Dorston at Trouble Tongues and but we could only have a limited number of 30 tickets um so of course they they sold out like that all poetry events were just rammed every single one that we could do again was just instantly they, the tickets were online for like a couple hours gone um and it was like people that we hadn't seen before so that was weird because usually the events would be all like like a little kind of like the usual suspect yeah. But this one, they were selling out and that was just random us that wanted to go out. It was just like weird, you know, but they all enjoyed the event and everything. I'm not saying everyone was random, but like at least yeah. half of the people there was. So. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's, yeah. It's, suppose... it's good to see though, right? Because you've got some new faces there. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was, it was good. It was good. And it was a good vibe. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, it's just not the same. You know, it's not the same. It's simple as that. It's not the same. It's not as good. It's just not. It's not as busy. I like performing to like packed out places. You know, you don't want to perform to the to people sitting down half empty rooms. It's just, it's weird. It's, mm. you, usually that would be you'd you'd be like, well, this night shit, isn't it? Because 
obviously no one's here. <laughs> you know, or it actually didn't seem that, especially the poetry nights where the 30 people spaced out, it kind of seemed still a bit busy. But at the same time, you, you couldn't, you can't stand up and go like, you know, it's like just all the restrictions, yeah. man. Obviously they're in place for a reason, but in terms of a, a host or an event or an artist to perform at, they, it, yeah, it's, it's just hard to good. get the same sort of feedback. Yeah, yeah, crowd, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. So it's, we, 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 we was lucky that we kind of booked a show um, before this next lockdown's kicked in. And we, we, we done a show in, um, Colours in Hoxton, Chris and I. Yeah. And and again, you know, where we'd normally have had, you know, 150 people sitting in there, it was, well, how many could we sell? 50? 50. In and they were all uh, separated, weren't they? It was two okay. people per table separated by like two metres. Strange. But we, I mean, we was lucky that we had the usual suspects there. Um, yeah. But one of the things that really resonated was just people's desire go out and see something mm. just to watch something and be able to kind of have something close to what they usually go and do and that was the thing that you know I really drew from that I thought it was yeah. amazing just to be able to kind of connect in a very different way but still you know that was the thing that, that kind of definitely come across people's just joy of being back out and being able to be you know watch something that's what come across to me for me i preferred it because i actually had a good excuse for telling people to not touch me or stay away from <laughs> jokes i'm the opposite though man i actually <laughs> love like hugging people and shit yeah, like, so come in, come in. yeah totally so it's, it's a bit weird it's hard man it's hard to sort of like want to look when you see your friends and, and whatnot not to hug them and that and i do this weird like if i have seen people do this weird thing where i sort of just like awkwardly mm. lean forward and off out my elbow like yeah. that and yeah it's, just, it's a strange time man it almost felt that people um and there's a few conversations around it i mean a room full of poets are all pretty weird anyway and like you know just kind of some of us are introverts some of us are extroverts some of us are just like just you know weirdos and me, myself included so we're already a bit weird but when it's like kind of learning how to it felt a bit like learning how to socialize again in that in those circumstances under those restrictions and everyone's looking at each other like you know what are your thoughts like look like you know it's been quite divisive the whole covid yeah. thing yeah especially and then all this politics as well that's involved and it's all very divisive so everyone's looking at each other like what's your thoughts on this like da, da, da. and it was like the elephant in the room kind of yeah. thing um so but I, I'll, I'll be honest i'm just trying to stay away from kind of all the global global news and all the worldly things and just focus on on what we can do and yeah. like kind of like yeah just just like the, the, the self stuff really what we can do and how i can just crack on like how i can still work and how i can still make money and how i can still do what i love to do and um yeah and, and rather than get tied up in any of the conspiracy stuff or facts or figures or any of the yeah just oppressive stuff just try and focus on it's it's well outside of our control all that stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And i don't think human brains were really built for the sort of level of news that we get told now what's happening no. around the world we we, we were right. we were meant to know what was happening in, in like within our tribe of 200 people so yeah it's also like what can you do what you know what can you control you can control your own behavior and you can help influence positively people around you that's about it 
And yeah. like, uh, that's what I've been trying to do. It's just <laughs> control my own behavior, really. But I've been doing that and trying to do that for 40 years. So. Uh. You can yeah. control the TV and just fucking turn it off because it will not do you any fucking good, man. Like, nope. it, you will never turn the news off and feel, do you know what? That was great. Yeah. You're never going to experience joy from that. You're going to experience never. fear. And it's just fucking, the, exactly. it just ain't worth the fucking squeeze. It really ain't. It's not. And But thank God, I feel like people are starting to, uh, for me, I feel like the majority of people I know feel that's the same way. It's only like a few people, maybe like my nan and a few like the older people I know mm. that still decide to watch it. And even uh, every time it's on, I tell my nan the same thing that you just told us. <laughs> but, you know, nan, that's just fear. It's a load of rubbish. And she goes, yeah, I know, whatever. But she'll still watch it, you know. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, like, like you say, it's just all negative and there's no good news on the news. It's as simple as that. Absolutely, but, but but bad news sells. Bad news sells. We know that. Look at the look at the look at the look at the papers. It's all the same. It's people. There's. I don't know whether it's. It just bad news spreads quick as well. It's like all these things. There's a reason for it. You tell someone like you're happy or whatever. Some people don't want to hear it. Some people want to hear the 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 painful stuff or the the the, the dark stuff. Or so if if someone's died, it spreads quicker than if someone's been born in a way. And three that times, sounds sad. But... Three, no, no, it's true. Three times faster. Yeah, bad news, bad yeah. news, Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Right, a word. Um, mm, a word. Right. <laughs> I just don't know what tip because obviously it's going to start. You can go whatever way. Whatever I'm going to start with what I started every... Um, every episode of Trouble Tongues with, and that is freedom. Nice. Yeah. So, and now what do we do? Talk about well, it. Why is it one of your favourite words? If I've got a question about that. If you shut your eyes and thought of the word freedom, what do you see? Ah, uh, if I told you the first thought, it might be a bit much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, what do I see? Freedom. 
um, let me try that one again. Right. So I need to wipe my brain clear because I, I, I literally thought of like beaches um, and like naked people running around and like, you know, that's a fine, people. that's a, that's a fine thought to have. Yeah. Just like, everyone, whoa, like yeah, like Caribbean beaches and everyone running around naked. Like, wow. But you know, yeah, it's a bit mad. Um, so that was the first thought, but freedom. Uh, yeah. That was my first thought. I, I, just, I think run with that thought, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'll run with that one. <laughs> I mean, I think that freedom's something that, uh, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking topical as well, right? Because it's the one thing that has definitely been taken from us to a degree this year. Do you know what I mean? You, you, the freedom to kind of do as you like to do isn't an option anymore. So I think, like, you know, I can see why that word's probably, at the, you know, never far from the forefront of anyone's mind at the moment, you know? It's like, look at where we're at right now. It's like, you know, Saturday. We can't go. We can't go down the pub. We can't go and have dinner. We can't go to the cinema. We can't go to a club. We can't do anything. I just want to say it's half ten. Why are you thinking of go back going down the pub? Just yeah. take the edge off the day, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying we haven't all been there. We have. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, but for me, like freedom, obviously. Um, even with like a, a missus and a kid and all that, um, I still f- always feel like an overwhelming sense that I need to feel some sort of like I need to I need to be free, you know. And um, even and, and I find freedom within that, even being able to hold like ha- hold a family unit down and all that sort of stuff is still is for me it's quite a lot. There's still some there's quite a lot of freedom in that because it's still freedom yeah. to be able to. Um, you got to feel, you kind of got to feel like a little safety bubble to feel free as well, don't you? You know, it's like a weird, freedom's a weird one. There's been times in my life where I've been very, very almost free and sofa surfing or sleeping in like venues and stuff and just yeah. like, just floating basically. But I didn't really feel free because I always felt like I was uh, under someone else's, I always needed stuff. I always needed to knock on someone's door and be like, oh, can I stay here tonight? Can I be there tonight? And very much, it didn't feel as free as I do now in a sense when I've got a home to go to and I kind of know where I'm at. It's quite paradoxical uh, freedom, I think. Yeah. Because, like, in one way, to have it, you've got to have some form of security to put, uh, to enable yeah. that. And, but to have security, there's an element of control, and control isn't freedom. So it's like it's a weird thing that we all want that, but we all want it in the way that we want it. Yeah. And it's it there's it always comes at a, a sort of price. But I think you've got to have it, and you've got to feel like you have that as a human being that the free the freedom to make your own choices. Mm. Yeah, um, and you know, be but you're not free from the repercussions of those, and that's fine as well. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like you can make choices yeah. and think, you know, you might pick the wrong fucking takeaway to have, which is a nice, easy freedom choice. Yeah, man. Happen, or do something catastrophically wrong. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a funny one that freedom. But yeah, I think it's a something I think we all strive for, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and this definitely. Like you say, it's definitely something that's, um, it's like the feel good factor, isn't it? As well, like when when you feel free, when you don't, when you, it's like a weight off your shoulders for me. That's what it means, like not having too much, too much burden, really. Um, so. And you yeah. start, you started a lot of your, do you say a lot of your trouble tongues night with that? that line? Yeah, ev- everything. We do like a freedom war cry. So it'd be like, freedom! And everyone goes, freedom! Like we scream for freedom, you know? Um, 
way before lockdown, way like this has been going on for years, like Trouble Tongue's two, three years old. Uh, and that's why it's been a bit mad now because obviously the lockdown protests and that, they're all chanting freedom and that. So it's kind of like, yeah, I don't want it to get hijacked by all that. It's got nothing to do with that. Like, you know, it's just freedom. As in my, my sense of it is more like, freedom of thought freedom of expression and the ability to be free and express yourselves and be able to kind of do and say what Absolutely. you want and as you please even when it is maybe the wrong thing you know and it's okay to be wrong and it's okay to have weird yeah. views and views that we know are, are are maybe morally wrong to some people mm -hmm. that's like it's it's a tough one and it's a tough one to understand but i'm very up on this like freedom of expression and freedom of thought because otherwise it just gets pushed underground it's just because if someone thinks like that let them be able to say that otherwise they're still going to think like that but then you know what i mean i think the opportunity cost of not having that ability so we so need that because the option the other option is control of speech speech and thought which is what's so happening you lose so much more media. you lose so much more in in society if you do that so what comes with freedom of thought and speech and voice and opinions and sometimes, you know, there's going to be unpop unpopular ones in there. Some might be taboo. You, you need to, okay, sometimes that might be quite, it could even be slightly bad, but it's yeah. not half of the cost of that is not half as bad as going, oh, well, you can't say everything you want to say. And it's like, well, who's deciding exactly. what you can and yeah. can't say? Yeah, yeah. And, and now it's... Absolutely don't have freedom. And that's we a live, much we live in we. We live in like that cancel culture now anyway. So everyone's kind of treading on eggshells. No one really wants to say too much outside the box or stick their heads above the parapet and that. And it's it's just scary, man. I just even feel like 10 years ago, people was more like, it, like they would say more stuff and they could, there was more, there was more freedom in everything. Yeah. And I can understand it. And it's, it's a very... It's tough because it's very, it's a very kind of we've got this kind of politics now, which is it cancels out a lot of stuff because someone might be offended and someone might be this and someone might be that, and it's very, it's very strange. It's very strange for for, for an artist and a comedian or, or or a poet not to be able to, you know. I just think, look, if someone's if someone's racist, yeah, or someone's a hom homophobic person, right, then they're never going to be able to be confronted on what they're going to say or how they're going to act unless they expose themselves, right? Yeah. So how are they going to do this in, in a place like, I'd rather, it's like better the devil you know. Yeah. So I'd rather know where your head's at and rather than you think, even though like I've got quite a lot of, like, you know, quite left-wing views as it were, but it is it is kind of like the left that are, that are very, um, that are kind of, it feels like they've, clamping down on that yeah, kind of absolutely um freedom of speech i guess and i can see why and i know why yeah totally it, there isn't a place for it in society but no. at the same time if it exists it exists so how are we going to deal with that are we going to kind of try and just mute that person like mm -hmm. kill them basically shut shut down that voice or are we going to go yeah we recognize that that voice exists people are saying some stuff out of line how do they deal with that? How how do we approach do we approach it from a place of love and try to educate these people, or do yeah. we approach it from a place of fear and just basically pretend that they don't exist and uh, delete, block, mute kind of yeah. thing? Well, a lot a lot of people who have been like uh, previous advocates on the national front or, or all those sort of um, sort of uh, bodies who have now sort of like turned their lives around, 
they they and, and realised that you know what they were sort of like following was nonsense. They didn't do that, and they couldn't get to that without people talking and confronting them about their opinion. Yeah. You know? Well, I didn't even so, know that person turned their life around because I blocked them on Facebook and deleted. Exactly. Them. Yeah. So and then, I never. They never I, 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 yeah. I think that person still exists, and fundamentally, yeah. they've changed, and yeah. maybe they don't. They, that that exact character might not exist no more. Mm. And people can change. People can get better. Yeah. Like I have faith that people can can grow and and develop and become more mature and become educated. Mm. So, yeah, freedom to for people to actually change, man. Jackson saves the moon. The incredible new children's book from Darren Garwood and illustrator Carl Osborne is now available at www.jacksonsuperhero.com, Amazon, Waterstones, and all other major book outlets. Join Jackson in a quest to bring back the moonshine, meet aliens from another planet, and fly in a rocket ship across the galaxy. Jackson Saves the Moon. Other titles in the series include Jackson Saves an Owl and Jackson's Solution to Pollution. Live the adventure at www.jacksonsuperhero.com. Well, let, let's get let's get a word from a, a, a very well-known racist, uh, Stu Whiffin. Have you got any words <laughs> that you? <laughs> uh, uh, do you know what? Uh, do you know what the one the one word that like I try and sort of think about every day is the word joy. Right, and I just think like it's a really small word, but it means a fucking lot. So and, it's like, and if you can experience joy, which is quite a hard thing to experience, I struggle to find joy in a lot of things. And that's why and you I'm, always look miserable. Exactly. You're... Well, it is. It fucking is, mate. And like, and you know, I, all, all the kind of things that lots of people experience joy from. You know, like I don't necessarily always. You know, I found. I'm sure loads of people have. You know found yourselves in like clubs and things and, and just thinking, right, right now I should be experiencing pure joy and I'm not. And like, and I just think, right, hang on, why shouldn't I? But I, you know, I experience joy in probably really odd little ways. And I think, mm. you know, if you can do that once a day, then yeah, joy is a little thing that sort of pops into my I, head. I, I, I totally think in the sense of joy, and this comes down to freedom as well. It's like, but like, a lot of the time, you're t- we, we, we're conditioned to think what we do and do not enjoy, and what's popular and what's not popular. You might like doing something that everyone else goes, "Why? Why do you even find that fucking remotely interesting?" It's like, "Fuck off, mate! I'm not hurting anyone. I enjoy doing it." And you've got to listen to that pearl of great price. And I've said that before. That little voice that tells you what you do and do not like—that's you. Mm. And um, and if that means that you like fucking, you know, only growing one sort of plant in your back garden whatever you know if it means that you like Where washing your fuck fucking did you just pull that I, I have got no idea <laughs> I, i've got no intention of growing any plants in my back garden at the moment you know it might be you like fucking washing your car if, if that's what gives you joy fine man yeah whatever yeah. Do, do, i mean you see my car do, right do. you do you yes filthy have you seen what i've written on your car <laughs> <laughs> sunny let's have your number four man number three um oh god i wish it sorry um i oh know um justice throw it out there why not justice chris what do you think <laughs> you think justice 
Um, are you talking about any like the, the no, fact no, that you think you're going to see me in court like, anytime soon? No, 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 no. Like, in honestly, if you shut your eyes, what would you see with when you see, think of the word justice? I, I, I can't help but think that's a synonym for truth. I don't know. Like, you know, I, I, I guess they are different in the sense that truth is what people always get confused on these days is that there's always a relative truth and it's a truth through perspective. And I always feel that justice is more aligned to what the actual truth is of a situation and that that's what we should strive for and not be, not use sort of like our own views and political persuasions to find a reason to justify the position that we're having. And I think truth, truth in that is, is the ultimate justice for our society sounds like a weird thing to say but you know i haven't prepared that as an answer is that, <laughs> is that you trying to make a really smart way of basically saying i like seeing like a fat kid that's getting bullied iron out some fucking bully is that basically <laughs> what you were thinking <laughs> i mean come on let's be honest right the, the, i guess the, the other thing i love watching right if i'm going to disappear down the youtube hole is watching Ultimate Karma videos. Oh, the best. Some fucking arseholes giving some skinny lad abuse. <laughs> and the skinny lad just fucking spinning kicks them into oblivion. There's nothing, there's nothing like that, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'd say that. I, I, I feel there's not a lot of justice, especially in this day and age, because of things like fake news. And I think we're all fucking complicit in it. And I think yeah. we're, all so, we're all so determined to be right and 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 show our wave our flag for whatever position we take in life and 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 clout chase with all our own sort of like social group that trust it things like trust trust justice and truth just just getting absolutely lost and i think that is going to pull out society is going it, it's re, it's putting uh, risk of our society at the moment i think is those sort of things it's conflating the fact that we don't really we don't really understand what truth is anymore, and I think therefore we can't really have deep. Like, there's not a lot of justice that's happening at the moment for a lot of people. Yeah, so that that's what I would say. That and uh, fat kids punching bullies. Yeah. Yes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Sonny? Is any 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 thoughts on that? What justice resonates for you? I don't know, man. I spoke to, it's just one thing that's, that that uh, makes me feel passionate. I guess. Which yeah. brings me on to my next word, passion. Um, passion. But uh, yeah, no, justice. I mean, yeah, justice is, you know, I love that song, you know, if there's any justice in the world, I'll be your man. <laughs> nice. um, yeah, it for me, just something that yeah gets me going. Justice is something that I think is kind of like a natural, natural thing to, for us to stand up for um, and fight, fight, fight for really. Is for think, justice. Do you think there's a lot of that in South End? Where do you see that going right and wrong in South End? Mm, that's a tough one, man. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of people in South End that have got that are very passionate and that will that if they do see injustice plain in plain in front of their face, they will definitely stand up and do something about it for like 100. percent You know, on like a street level, anyway. Um, but in terms of like I don't know, in terms of politically or or whatever, I'm not not too sure. Um, I'd like to know the actual diction, dictionary definition of justice. That would be an interesting, an interesting one. That's why I always find with words is that I like to actually, because a lot of words that we know in in like that we've learned, when you actually look in a dictionary, they kind of they 
they define a bit differently sometimes. So we've kind of grown to we've grown to know some words, and they actually mean different things to us, or they resonate differently. But yeah. justice in South End, I mean, it's quite it's it's a strange one, isn't it? Because you 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 class the justice system as like the the police and the state and the the, the courts, and we we all know that the courts they it's a tough job and and CPS or whatever, but we just just look at just look at things like um, what happens to like like paedophiles and stuff, and uh, compared to maybe people in possession of cannabis and things like that. Yeah. Um, and for me, like there's things like that where it's completely something's going wrong um, yeah. in in the justice system there. But then there's other things where it's correct. It's it's it's, it's a tough one. And then within that, within prisons and stuff, I mean, is prison a good rehabilitation to bring people back into society and develop and, 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 and grow and help them or, or is prison kind of like a, like a profit making business that kind of keeps people coming back and doesn't really change society or help people. I certainly don't. I certainly don't think it is, mate. I think it's like, I, I totally understand how it came about and what we were trying to achieve with it. But do I think it's actually, do I think it's the final answer for how we re rehabilitate and help people come to understand what the ramifications of what they did? I, I don't think it does. Um, mm. yeah, definitely. Definitely. So. What was your, so your next word. So we had, so we've had one from Stu. We've had a couple from you, Sonny. Can I throw one in before Go we on. move on to passion? Mine's a short word as well. Rat. <laughs> There you go. I love the word rat. Like, I was thinking of other words, but like Stu used, used, sometimes uses in it as a, quite a colourful explanation and a derogatory explanation of, of female genitalia, haven't you? You've said that before. And that it's just such the, a... Was that on the first or second drunk cast? Um, I, I, I think that was on the second drunk cast. Yeah. Because yeah. Pip looped it, didn't he? And yeah. Or did you loop it? I don't know whoever it was. Rat, rat yeah. and that, I think, is what yeah. you said, because you were talking about uh, someone pulling razor blades out one in time. Oh, yeah, it was, it was about, um, it was about um, Sticky Vicky in, um, <laughs> in Benadol. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I, just, I don't know, like, even just the word like beyond that. So I, I like a crass explanation of anything. A any body part where there's a crass explanation of it, I, I think that's funny. As much as you can have a nice polished explanation for a body part especially when it's like when we're talking about penises or pussies or tit i love it i just love that colorful language whether or not it's derogatory or not and that that goes beyond i guess suddenly what we're talking about what, what we find is taboo or politically correct or anything mm -hmm. like that um but i just love I, I like the fact that rat is such a short word but it's so powerful in its use and it's not uh it's it's not really used ever in a positive way is it like rat is like someone who's Sort of normally in, in, in the eyes of the law, someone who's done something that the rest of the criminal underworld would see as, uh, you know, the one thing you never do. And I don't know, I just love that. I love the fact that it has that power, such a short word, and it just, rat, it's, it's short, it's punchy. It's, it's powerful because yeah, if someone, amazing. like, literally, you know, strolled up to me on the front door of my club and just went, you're a fucking cunt, I'd be like, I've heard that enough. But if someone went, you fucking rat, I'd be like, mm. what have I done wrong? Yeah. What have I done? Have I crossed the line somewhere here? Because I find that is far more like... Offensive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It may, it would definitely make me question something. Mm. Mm. Like, because it, it makes you feel like you've 
you've kind of, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to tag it to just the, the criminal fraternity, yeah, yeah, but, but just in general, it's like you've done something a bit underhand. You've had someone over, yeah. you know, in, in any in any sort of, you know, walk of life, and, yeah, you fucking rat. I think that's really fucking cutting, man. I think, I think the person who's getting the worst end of the stick here is actually rats. Uh, justice for rats, I'd say. Poor justice, sort of. justice for rats. I mean, you know, on a Banksy tip. Banksy exactly. loves rats, doesn't he? Mate, exactly, man. What yeah. do they say? In London, you're never, is it, what, you're never how far away from a rat? Three foot. <laughs> three foot. You're never oh. three foot away from a rat. That's mad, isn't it? No, why? Yeah, which is crazy. And funnily enough, I've done a move yesterday, a South End van man job, 07478 Um <laughs> moving, moving someone from the Isle of Wight to South End, and they had a big rat cage in the, um, really? in the van, yeah. So, But they took the rats in their car, and we, we moved them. And, uh, yeah, they got a lot of character rats. They're, 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 they're quite interesting. And I, I said to the girl, like, I, I wouldn't fancy them in my front room, but, you know, I can see why you got them. Yeah, absolutely. They're, um, yeah. They're, they're fucking... I have seen some big old rats, though, as well. When I lived in mm. there, that's not a that's not a euphemism for anything else. I'm just saying I've seen some gigantic rats. That's got it's it's true, also so. like the, the don the don of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, isn't it? Oh, like absolutely. That. Splinter's the boy. Even that. <laughs> Like the the karate rat, <laughs> the karate rat. Yeah, Mate, I want to change. I'm, I want to change. Older than you boys. What's I'm, that? I'm way older than you boys, but like Roland Rat, man. He, oh yeah, he, he bossed it when I was a kid, man. <laughs> like rats get a tough fucking rat. They really do. They do. They do. Mm. Yeah, leave them alone, man. So what was your other word was passion, Tony? No, no, yeah, passion. Maybe we should do something a bit more. Um, I don't know, a bit more light-hearted. Doing it. Um, Maybe something like, I don't know, um, cocaine. Cocaine. Um. Cocaine. Cocaine with the rats. <laughs> yeah. That's another taboo thing. That, that word, well, that is pretty taboo. I mean, I guess less so. There's a book where I'm staying at the moment. There's a book, and it's, it's a guy who's called Matty, Matt, Matty Matheson, who's a, a chef. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him. I uh, hadn't. Most been. chefs do cocaine, man. That's literally the back of his book. Like the back of his book, it's just called a cookbook. And it's literally like, this isn't about um, sustainable um, seafood or how much cocaine I did before or after service. And I thought, that's pretty bold just to say that on a cookbook, isn't yeah. it? Just to come straight out with it. Yeah. Yeah, cocaine. It's funny how many like ethical kind of like vegan, vegetarian kind of dudes l- like a bit of cocaine as well because it's, it's pretty um, it's pretty bad for the environment. But yeah, yeah, I think cocaine's like the um, yeah, cocaine is like that kind of it's that thing, isn't it? I mean, it's it's one thing that definitely didn't um, and won't stop coming into the country due to Brexit. That's for sure. No. Um, but it's just one of them things that, especially, I think in Southend as well, it's quite a it's quite a hot spot for cocaine, I guess, and gear and all the words that come with it, and just what 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 it what it is maybe cocaine. It sounds good as well. I, I think the word cocaine, like it sounds, it's got a, it's got a, it's got a good ring to it. Um, but at the same time, yeah. it's it dis- it destroys it destroys families and communities and all sorts of stuff as well yeah, man it's definitely got two sides to that it does feel yeah. like see it seems like um quite exclusive and powerful doesn't it cocaine and yeah at the side at the other end of it it's just it's vacuous and it just as you say it destroys 
families and people who use it. And it's kind of weird you say that when you're talking about like people who are sort of like they're on a health tip, but they'll do, you know, if they're doing things like Coke, which are just, I don't know if you've ever seen how cocaine's produced, but yeah, it's grim. It's just like, yeah. not, it's just not a nice thing to, you know, stick up your nose after you see what they've done with it, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a strange old thing. I mean, I, I don't know if you know something. I, I, I run a nightclub just outside of South End. Um, okay, what one? The, the pink toothbrush. Okay, um, yeah, no, yeah. And any time over the last twenty-five years, I've seen something happen where there's been an incident that is like bleak. It's not booze. Yeah. Every time it's cocaine. And like you can just see that people turn up at the door and we refuse to let them in because you can see it a mile off. They you know, up, yeah. the, the, the the aggression in it and like and you just think, no thanks. If someone's had a couple of pints and you turn them away, generally they might just call you a toss from walk off. Someone's had a spliff, they'll just go, all right. And they'll fuck off over the road and no, they, they, bag of crisps and go home. They never came to your club in the first place, mate. <laughs> if I have a joint, if I have a joint, I'm not like you know what I, you know. I'm really stoned. You know why I fancy going right now is the pink toothbrush. I'm just going to stay on my sofa, mate, and eat Cheetos. But you know, aside from every event that we've ever put on, Chris, if there's you know, if there's people outside that are, are gobbing off and there's a situation, you can guarantee cocaine's never far from it how many times do we get asked for coke it's so funny like uh, do you remember that do you remember that uh Lee, that legal barrister girl that really posh bird who's asking cocaine oh mm. man that was hysterical yeah and i'm that guy as well everyone <laughs> always asks me like you know just randomly even some like you know can you get me anything things like that and um you know it was it's it's just really it's yeah it's, it's crazy but I, I i'm like a bit of an advocate for like I, I haven't took any drugs or alcohol or anything now for nearly three years yeah um so but when i was younger i mean i'm only 26 but the first line of cocaine i had when i was 13 you know um wow. and and it it was like a big, it was a big thing. And MCAT was legal as well. And a lot of people used to do that. Oh, and, yeah. and we went to do coke and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it was like a big thing in Southend. And it was, it, like was. A bit of, it was like a culture thing as well. It was. Um, and I think it's a culture thing. It's like, if you're like a lad or whatever, or a geezer, you do a bit of gig, you know, it's all that thing. And it's, for me, it really, it really disconnects you from like yourself and it makes you like unconscious. Yeah. And you're not yeah. conscious of what you're doing. And it's, yeah. it's a dark thing. It's like quite devilish. You know I mean? It's very dark. And I just feel, I just feel that it's a, it's a big life. It's really on our community. It's really, it's terrible, man. And it's across the UK. And it's not just that it's like the money that can be made out of it. It's kind of, um, it's, it's, it's really like, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I know people I grew up with, whatever that, that are involved in, in in things around that drug and that, and it it kind of hurts a little bit to know that someone can go mess around with that and make the money that they can make, and you got a graft like a dog to to just to earn like twenty percent of it or whatever, you know, yeah. of, of the profits that can be made out of it, and that's why so many people get. And then there's geezers on building sites that slave away all day with a shovel like and cement, and now break their back 10 hours a day or whatever and then they'll go spend it all in 
do it all in an hour on, yeah. on a you know a gram of gear or whatever. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's nuts. Yeah. Um, and it's again that's one of them hidden things, isn't it? In in no one wants to talk about cocaine really. No one wants to talk about um, like the, the 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 cons of it. Yeah, there are a few pros, I guess. What that people can maybe release a few inhibitions, but come on. If there weren't a pro to it, no one would be doing it. No one's uh, no yeah. one's dealing shit. No one's yeah, going well, on. Do you know what I mean? Like there's there's obviously been like perceived. It's that instant. It. It's that instant thing, isn't it? It's that quick quick dopamine hit it's that yeah. quick release it's that quick oh i'm good everything's all right now oh great wow oh, buzzing amazing like i'm here i'm confident now i can do this i can do that like it's it's that instant 2020 instagram like thousand likes smash yeah. amazing yeah. look at me i'm top of the world i'm the man i feel good you know it's that but what happens the next day you know what happens the day after so I, I remember even when I was a kid I used to do it man and then a few a few days after a week into a week after I'd, I'd start breaking down in tears out of, for no reason I'd be like why am I crying like why do I feel like this like the come downs and it's, it's just nuts you know and um it's it's again it's one of those things should we legalize it should we legalize all drugs should we should we um start because there's lots of there's lot, lot, like it was only what was it was it earlier this year or later last year when people were sniffing white heroin and dying yeah right, yeah when was that it's like things like that um and then I'm, also, I'm for it I'm for it because you never stop the need for it I'm for just legalizing it and get, giving better information on it and not making legal it. legalize it and then invest invest all profits made which would be like billions billions and billions and billions into into what you know, rehabilitation service, bereavement programs, youth programs, education, like, you know, all yeah. this sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, self, like, you know, all the holistic kind of, all the holistic approaches to how we can make ourselves feel good and feel better naturally. Um, because there is no better, na- there's no better high than the natural high that, yeah. that can look like going for a run in the morning, things like that, that is, is such a struggle to do. Um, don't, don't listen to Stu saying he's gone for a run in the morning. <laughs> that is fucking bullshit. He got down to the front of his garden, didn't you? Had a little day down in, yeah. Then went home and had a cup of tea. Passed out. <laughs> well, so we need one more word from you, Sonny. Um, okay. Um, uh, I don't know, man. Um, I think... I don't know, really. Um... One more word. Um, God. <laughs> drop, drop, drop the three-letter bomb. <laughs> to drop the God bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You religious, God. dude? Am I a religious? I wouldn't say I was religious. No, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't put myself in any. In any. Um, I wouldn't say I was religious, but. Um, I do, I do, I do believe in Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, I do believe in Jesus Christ. But you know, that I'm not denying any other, any other. Um, like again, it's the freedom thing. Yeah, I believe in Jesus Christ. Um, I believe in a, a God, or whatever. But I also, I also have no qualms against any other ideology or thought pattern or or way of thinking or anything like that um but more recently um i've found 
comfort in having a faith in a higher power. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah. I think, I, I'm seeing, I, I think there's more of a resurgence in that, you know. I've seen that, that, that boat turning because for, for a large part, late 90s and, and most of the 2000s, I think we've been quite atheist or agnostic. Yeah. And, 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 and I think, you know, I, I think it's good that people uh, can there's much more what you've said there. The rhetoric there is, look, you know, this is what I'm, I'm, I believe I'm into, but you know, you do, you do you, I think is the best, is the best way to yeah. be about it. And, and good, why I would, why I wouldn't say it. I was religious. Sorry to cut you off. Why I wouldn't say I was religious is because of the whole divisiveness of it all hmm. is to go. Yeah. I'm a, you know, I'm a, whatever, I'm a Catholic or I'm a this, or I'm a, you know, I'm a Muslim or whatever it may be. Um, I just wouldn't want to, I just, I feel like it's so, it can be so divisive, man. And soon as you say this, like, um, like obviously it says in the Bible, never to, if you, if you deny, deny Christ, it doesn't say like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Christian or I'm in church of England or I'm a, a Baptist or Methodist or whatever. It doesn't say any of that. So I believe in Jesus, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I was religious. I think religion over the years as well. I mean, over the centuries, look how many people have, have been, have been, uh, yeah it's just been a it's been a disaster yeah. really it's yeah. been so destructive and it's been it's just been it's it's really it's got nothing to do with um jesus or muhammad or any of the prophets really no. what's gone well, on it's so weird because the people constantly and i see this all the time in society is like we, we, we talk about multicultural or and, and you can have that with religion as well and it's like but there is there there are obviously things that are different in, in 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 every single culture in every single religion but they actually shit what we should be focusing on is well what threads are common because mm. there's so many common things do you know what i mean like yeah. there's so they, like the intent in behind a lot of it is is they share similar threads and that's like you know don't be a dick yeah don't be a dick just, and that works in science as well and i know loads yeah, of people no god's yeah. bullshit whatever okay great that's that's okay that's up to you yeah and that's that's amazing i've got i've got time for anyone's thoughts and if they don't believe in god good for you man that's brilliant it's when people start trying to push things onto people where there's a problem isn't there yeah. so it's like if my, my my friend who just believes in pure science and you know if they if they just start saying like trying to beat me down i, I believe in like a higher power or whatever yeah. or something that's greater than us whether you call it the universe or god or jar or allah or mm. buddha or whatever you call it that there's there's still for me there's something out there that we we can't describe there's things that happen that are supernatural in this world mm -hmm. there's things that, that there's things that have happened and that do happen that, uh, that science cannot explain the soul for instance like mm -hmm. where does the soul go where does those eight grams that mm -hmm. when you pass away straight away where's the eight grams of the soul go you know there's not there, there isn't a scientific explanation for that it's not it's not because you shoot yourself straight away it's not because of that yeah it's these hidden questions here, yeah, which for me, there's so much substance in and like, yeah. yeah. Obviously, it's a very controversial word, God. It's yeah. very, it's a, it shouldn't be, but it is. But it is a good talking point and it's something that, um, that I find can be a very, it can be very comforting for some and it can be, it, it, it can be, you know. I just think, yes, yeah, and I just think it's a really interesting topic and word and something that human beings have spoke about for 
God knows how many years. And God I, knows. I, 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 God knows, and they will till forever. Because, like, the, the thing that science and religion share, when I'm talking about being omnicultural, like sharing common themes, yeah. is science is, is faith-based, and people don't realise this. Right? Like, science is all based on a thing called induction, which is it's true until it's proven wrong. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, we, they, once they had the atom, they, everyone was going, oh, atom's the smallest thing, atom's the smallest thing, atom's definitely the smallest thing. Turns out it's not the smallest thing. Because yeah. once science developed, they realised there was actually something beyond that. But they were having faith in the fact that atom was the smallest thing. So science is a faith-based system in, in and of itself. And, like, you know, no matter how far we get to proving all the secrets of the universe, there'll always be what, well, I think, there's always going to be that next thing, which is always going to require some, some sort of faith. So, yeah, I think it's a, there's, still, there's still trends between people, scientists and, and people of, of religion that it's still like kind of faith-based, really. Yeah, and if it works for you, if yeah. it brings you joy, if it brings you yeah. freedom, if it brings you happiness, yeah, all of these things that we kind of spoke about in the podcast, then, man, that is incredible, do you know? There's probably millions of people every day with their connection with their spirituality or with, with God. It keeps them, it, it brings them joy. It keeps them out of trouble. It stops them, you know, what is it, 18, 18 men under 45 commit suicide a day, you know? And without all these other things in life, without joy, without happiness, without without a faith or without you know all these things we've spoke about would would that number be a lot higher yeah. almost definitely yes you know so well said yeah. sonny very well said mate well said um well i think that wraps it up quite nicely man i think you've put you thought uh, you you've, you've packaged up the podcast there and uh, and given it a nice little roundup where can where can people uh, find you mate online um they can find me on social media at Sunny Green UK um, and on Facebook, Sunny Green, YouTube, Sunny Green. That's S-O-N-N-Y, green like the colour. And on Spotify, all of that good stuff. Um, yeah, I'm quite active on Instagram mainly. And yeah, that's it really, just Sunny Green everywhere. What you got coming up? Anything you want to... Um, I've been recording a lot of new songs and a lot of new material with a great producer called Spud. Spud got beats, he's really talented. Um, and... Yeah, I've got a few. I've got the film with Aaron Shrimpton coming out, Arcade of Nights. Um, there's there's quite a there's quite a lot going on um, behind the scenes and stuff. I'll be announcing. Troubled Tongues will consistently carry on uh, to some extent, especially hopefully when these measures have come up, we'll have another event. That's a monthly thing, first first have every month. So at Troubled Tongues on Instagram for that. And yeah, we'll just we've, we've got some shows booked in for next year. Um, some Asian Dub Foundation shows across across um, Europe and some in the UK as well. So yeah, there's lots going on. But like you know, everything's up in the air at the moment. But hopefully, um, that will all come to fruition. Wonderful. Oh. Yeah. Best of luck with it, Sally. No, that's fine. You too. Man. And thanks for having me on. Been man. a pleasure, mate. Absolutely pleasure, dude. Grateful, man. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's been a pleasure to come come along and just kind of ramble on. <laughs> Chris and I want to tell you all about our Patreon page. It won't take long, but we think you're going to want to hear it. Because you're missing out, quite frankly. All the more risque stuff that we sometimes think, oh, can we get away with that? Uh, We put it on our Patreon pages. And there's over 150 episodes uh, for our $10 subscribers. Absolutely. So for well, whatever that works out in UK pounds, what's that, about £7.50 a month? Yeah, for, for the price of a bag of chips, for a Savoy and chips, you can actually have 
us in your ears four times extra a month. That's four episodes minimum that we put out um, exclusively for Patreons. Plus, um, there's loads of... We video most of our episodes now and the videos. You can watch all of the podcasts now over on Patreon as well. Um, we put up loads of other unique content over there, yeah, don't there's, we? Yeah, there's, there's pictures there. It's basically our version of our OnlyFans account, isn't it, basically? So you, you exactly. get the sort of pictures on there of, of the behind the scenes of Stu tucking into a pot noodle, basically. Sort of stuff you, that shouldn't be available to the public. No one needs to see that. But that's all. We just thought we'd give you a quick heads up that if you're enjoying these podcasts, then be aware for like £7.50, you can go and listen to over 150 exclusive episodes. And there's some great ones over there with previous guests as well. Um, loads of names that you're going to recognise if you've been listening to, to the, 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 the weekly podcast we put out. And yeah, and also, if you are a subscriber, we're more than likely to do one of your top fives if you recommend it because we prioritise the patrons first, don't we, as well? Absolutely, yeah. So we, we try and sort of do as many top five suggested by you lot as well. So, uh, yeah, head over to Patreon. Where can they find out about it, Chris? Uh, Patreon.com forward slash hardcore listing. Easy peasy. And you can watch an intro video there as well of us in jacuzzis and doing sexy stuff. With Gal Porter. With Gal Porter. Not doing sexy stuff with Gal Porter. Can I just clear, clear that up? <laughs> Gal, I'm not trying to drag your name through the mud. <laughs> and Scroobius Pip. Yeah. <laughs> All right. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash hardcore listing. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.